Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, quite a bit to get to today. Let's start with this. Hey, if Trump can't pay, we're just going to take the buildings. Unreal. Unbelievable, man. Wow. Yeah, the communists in New York are doing what communists have always done. Well, they won. They've gone after a political opponent to try to bleed him dry financially because they can't figure out a way to get him uh, criminally convicted. And they've done that to Donald Trump. They find him, what, more than $350 million for defrauding nobody. There's no victim. That that's the that's the astounding thing. And you've got you know real estate uh, folks in New York, commercial real estate folks in New York, saying uh, everybody. So again, I'm sure you've been keeping track of it. Um, he overinflated the value of some of his properties in order to get uh, better terms on his loans. Mm-hmm. He paid those loans back, and people do that all the time. Yeah, that's really come out. You've had different people that know that field that say, yeah. if, if this is the case, you got a ton of people in trouble. Yeah. Oh, they'll they'll leave. They're leaving now. They well, will continue to well, leave. Well, that's a separate story. Yeah. Yes. But that's why. Yeah. And, and you got people who aren't even fans of Donald Trump going out there and saying, uh, he didn't do anything wrong. He did. Right. That's, yeah. It's kind of whatever. And if, if the bank's happy, if the investors are happy, if everybody's happy, what's the point of any sort of action? Well, Trump would say exactly what you said. They're trying to bleed him dry. Well, yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, and if he doesn't pay, State Attorney General Letitia James, uh, James rather, is ready to go nuclear. This was on ABC News. Okay. Well, I have a clip of Trump in the cash, which is just funny to me. But <laughs> anyway, she will say that she will take the buildings. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment. And then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court. And we will ask the judge to seize his assets. What does that look like? I'm just trying to picture it in my head. A feds going in. We're taking yeah. over the building. Okay. That well, could get ugly. Yeah, it'd be the state doing it. And they, and they do seize assets all the time. The, 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 the shocking thing, though, is how political this entire thing is. And it is obviously about politics. Letitia James is somebody who actually campaigned on the idea of quote unquote getting Donald Trump. That was that was one of the campaign promises that she made when she was running for office. And so to me, I just go back to something I threw out yesterday. Uh Don, you know what? Don't pay the fine and open up your buildings to illegal immigrants. All right. <laughs> Say, hey, you want to take this building off my hands? Go for it. They trash the place. But whatever. Right. This is not good for me. <laughs> That's all I could hear saying about that. But, you know, he had a town hall last night on Fox talking about, you know, he thinks it's all coordinated with the White House. And I would not be surprised by that at all. You know, whether that's Georgia, whether it's Letitia James in New York, you know, whatever it is. Well, I have a lot of cash, but that doesn't mean he can take it. I mean, you know what he did? I think he looked at my cash and he said, 
Well, we'll take all of his cash. This is all coming out of the White House. This is all, everything that you see, whether it's that one or the DA, nobody knows that. Everything is coming out. This is all election interference. They're trying to damage me so they can win another election. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people see it that way. I mean, but that's just bonkers. Yeah, we'll take the building. Well, and honestly, the, when yeah. I first saw it the other day when they were saying, well, he's got to pay in 30 days. You know, I'm just assuming like every other case, it's going to be appealed and this is going to be years. No, no, no. 30 days. He has to pay. That's the rule before you can appeal. What? Yeah. I never but, heard that before. I always tell you, I am not a legal expert at all. And I'll lean on you guys for that. I just assumed that would go to appeal. Like well, so many other things, and they're saying, no, that's not the case. No, from the judge's order, there's a certain amount of surety, basically, that he has to pay before he can even talk about appealing. Man, oh, man. Well, welcome to Letitia Tower. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> okay, so you have that going on out there. And then there's this other case with the FBI saying, hey, this informant, they, he lied about Biden and Biden's corruption. Yeah. Okay. So the media wants to take that and say, oh, yeah, see, there's no Biden crime family. There's there's no receipts there. There's no proof. See, this guy lied. What? It doesn't, it doesn't take away all the other evidence that points to this family with shell companies and cash going to all the family members and the relationship with Burisma. Yeah. None of that changes. Well, yeah. So so the FBI informant who claimed he had heard about Joe Biden taking a bribe has now been arrested for making uh, false statements. The FBI is saying and Prosecutor David Weiss is saying that it's not possible that he would have known the Ukrainians who offered or paid that bribe, the people with Burisma, the energy company in Ukraine. Um, at the time that this went down, he wouldn't have known him. He hadn't been in Ukraine in that time, whatever. Um, that individual is now saying he heard it, or at least the prosecutor is saying that he got it from Russian intelligence contacts. And Democrats, like you mentioned, Jamie, are saying, oh, see, this proves Joe Biden did nothing wrong. Well, okay. Th this is absolute garbage. And you can see people that only get their news from one source, like an ABC or a CNN, just buying right into it. Oh, see, I knew Joe was a good guy. He wouldn't do something like that. Oh, give me a break. So this is Dan Goldman? Yeah. Um, yes, and if you say Biden is obviously corrupt or point out anything else, uh, you're doing the work of Vladimir Putin, according to Democrat <laughs> Representative Dan Goldman on yeah, CNN. Okay. okay. Not only is there no evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden. Yes, there is. But it now That's appears as if the House Republican majority is being used by Russia to interfere in the 2024 election on behalf of Donald Trump. If they continue with this investigation, they are simply doing the work of Vladimir Putin <laughs> to help Donald Trump win an election in November. That's where we are. It gets to the yeah. point where it's comical. Yeah. Well, I think maybe they're setting the table for Biden to lose. I mean, they're already throwing that out there just to, yeah. you know, to yeah. let us know that if he does lose, in fact, it'll be because of the Russians and the relationship between Republicans and Russians. Uh, I guarantee you this is more of a long play than anything. Okay. It seems to me they want the whole Biden investigation to go away. Oh, yeah. well, they do. And yeah. Biden's brother has got to testify today, James Biden. So we'll see where that goes. This is one of those things where I understand we're in February and there's a long way to go. 
And, you know, this stuff right now is probably not going to determine the outcome of the election. There's a lot of twists and turns that we know that are going to be happening, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but is it a concern of yours, like with a story like this, that people are going to fall for that and think, oh, well, see, there's nothing there? Because as an example, just real quick and we'll move on. Remember when Biden had the prosecutor fired? and was holding the money for Ukraine over their head, was not going to give them the billion dollars until they fired the prosecutor. That's because Burisma wanted that guy fired. He was looking into Burisma. That doesn't change. Not at all. But I don't know that legacy media has ever even reported that part of the story. Have they? Ever? Well, they initially they did. They've yeah. said it's been debunked. Yes. Debunked. It was out. I mean, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. <laughs> they said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. How How is that debunked? Well, they... How they how they try to spend this is saying, well, see, actually, it made it uh, more likely that Burisma would be investigated and all this if this particular because this prosecutor was corrupt and I mean, find a non-corrupt prosecutor in Ukraine. I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't know if one exists, frankly. By the way, but, real quick on that, you see even Time Magazine talking about how much corruption is still going on in Ukraine. That, it, that people are taking as much cash as they can, the cash that's coming in there to help them? Well, heck yeah. I mean, I guess we all figure that's happening, but for Time Magazine to actually confirm it was something to me. Meanwhile, the story I happen to see, a lot of Democratic states and some cities who have been, you know, overrun by illegal immigrants funneled millions of dollars in federal COVID-19 aid to support the people here illegally. It doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't, but you're talking about $517 million for these different programs that were supposed to help, you know, American citizens through the pandemic. Nope, not for you, for the people here illegally. Legacy Media is not reporting anything on that, I notice. No. Now you're not going to see any of that. But that story is out there from Fox. And then Google's AI generator has been proven to be what, David? Okay, some of this is hilarious, but it's also terrifying. So Google just unleashed a new product called Gemini. It's an AI generator, so you can ask it to draw you things, for example, and it'll come up with an image sometimes. Uh, Except it's incredibly woke. How so? And so, uh, like, for example, uh, some people are testing this i have tested it this morning as well uh like there was one image where uh, or one prompt where somebody had asked hey draw draw a picture of a white family eating dinner and it said can't do that violates the terms don't want to you know broad brush uh, uh, racial stereotypes or whatever and then it show a picture of a black family eating dinner and sure enough it'll spit out an image of black family eating dinner um <laughs> then <laughs> There's another one that says, uh, uh, generate an image of a 1943 German soldier. And it's a picture of an Asian lady and a black guy <laughs> dressed in Nazi garb. 
Jeez. <laughs> Another one, Frank J. Fleming, by the way, he does so, uh, some work with the Daily Wire. He's also a programmer, and he's saying, I'm just trying to tweak it now to see if I can see what the algorithm actually is. Uh, one is create an image of a pope, and it's an Indian lady. They, they what? Yeah, a picture of a, a lady who appears to be from India, who's the pope, <laughs> according to wow. Google's AI generator. Now, the one one thing that I tested... Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see what it what it will like embrace stereotypes, what it won't, and so uh, when it won't. I mean, uh, so my prompt was draw three typical men from Iceland, and I, I kid you not, it's a picture of an Asian guy and two black dudes with dreads. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Totally separate, nothing to do with Google, but it reminds me of. A buddy of mine, his wife, got a birthday card from what would be her mother-in-law. And she's a little older. I think it was a mistake because this is a white woman that got the card. I don't know if the mother-in-law got mixed up with the cards. And I don't know if it's Black History Month. But it's the arm of a black woman holding these flowers (laughs) with a happy birthday message to it. I think you got the wrong card and just maybe didn't know it. But there was some confusion. Like, does this mean I'm supposed to, what, find a black friend? Some black lady got one with a white hand giving her the roses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, dude. It's hilarious. All right. What's to get to? Oh, check this. State of Nevada reported votes that were never submitted. That and much more coming up. Getting life insurance can be overwhelming. There are so many options out there. Plus, let's face it, the reason you need to get life insurance isn't exactly fun to talk about. Yeah, but it's important, and Policy Genius can help. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job with policy genius you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 dollars per year for one million dollars of coverage some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams they work for you not the insurance companies save time save money and provide your family with a financial safety net by using policy genius head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save that's policygenius.com Pure opportunity. It's what Michigan is all about. The opportunity to do more. The opportunity to connect with the best talent. The opportunity for people of all backgrounds to grow and expand their business. The opportunity to live and work in a state where paychecks go farther. The opportunity is now, and it's right here in Michigan. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to discover all the ways the Michigan Economic Development Corporation is helping Michigan thrive. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. What's the story out of Nevada, David? Uh, the state of Nevada earlier this month held uh, primary elections. There was a little glitch that's making people nervous. So there are a bunch of different options to vote in the state of Nevada. Uh, you vote early by mail or in person or vote in person on Election Day. All registered voters get a mail-in ballot as well unless they actively opt out of it. So you can actually check on a state website whether your vote was counted uh, or not, like the status of your ballot. Uh, mm-hmm. Last weekend, some registered voters logged into the website to take a look at their voting history, and they found that a mail-in ballot for the primary had been recorded for them, even though they had either voted in person or hadn't voted in the well, primary. Well, 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 what do we have here? Now, now, the Nevada Secretary of State's office said, well, there was a glitch in how it was showing up on the website didn't affect the actual vote totals. Sure. I would say, I mean, that, that can happen. Yeah. And maybe it was. I mean, uh, you know, maybe it was just a glitch. That's the kind of glitch that can't happen right now. 100%. You you have to get this right. Dude, mail-in ballot is what basically swayed the last election. That's been proven. That's not election denier. That's none of that nonsense. That That's a fact. There's no need for it unless... You know, there are the certain situations where someone physically can't get out to vote. Outside of that, the whole movement to stop the mail-in ballots, I'm all for it. Yeah. It should yeah, be stopped. I, I mean, it was used for people, too, who had re- relocated either out of the country for a while or were in other states but still residents of the state they left. You know, I can understand the mail-in ballot in that situation. Yes. And instances, like you mentioned, if you're shut in or whatever. Yeah. Yes. But, no, of course it's good. How do we know they recorded it? They say they did? Yeah, there's that we can look at it here. Well, it reminds me, last week when it came out, I had no idea how they did it. Um, it was some people from The Blaze talking about the woman that was here from El Salvador who part of the time claimed to be trans but then went to Joel Osteen's church, tried to shoot a bunch of people, yeah. and got shot, brought the kid in. That person had voted in the 2020 election. They could look it up. Like, What? But I never even heard if that person was here legally or not. And it's a head-scratcher because if you ever say people that are here illegally are being allowed to vote, good election denier! No, it's happened. I mean, dead people have voted. Yes. Yeah, you got to get a handle on that. Man, oh, man. Okay, I don't know if you happen to see this. Uh, Billboard just announced that Beyonce's new country single, Texas Hold'em, Debuted at number one on yeah, the chart. Lee, how how wrong was I? Yeah, I, I, on I, the I, scale of wrong, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Wrong. Do we have yeah. that? This was yesterday. I don't know how we measure it. Yeah, I don't know yeah, how we measure yeah, it. yeah. It was. Uh, this thing's gonna tank. Was the words oh, from I Scott Robbins? Yeah, man. And debuts at number one. Hmm. I I never thought it would happen. I really I thought they would be offended by that, but they're no. not. So, dude, no one was offended. There was yeah. a faux story you had yesterday, David. Yeah, that that yeah, MSNBC was claiming a bunch of conservatives were mad about Beyonce recording a, a country album, and I don't I don't know where that outrage is. Maybe some weirdos online were mad, but just in general. And I thought, you know, I was kind of surprised when Scott was saying, "Yeah, this is going to tank." I'm like, no, I thought it would. I, there's honestly, a, again, I there's a lot of there's a lot of crossover there. I'm sure there's a lot of interest. Another $5 for me. Thank you. Can't wait to hear the new Def Leppard country album. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. 
Okay, biggest story today, David. Uh, <clears throat> biggest story of the day today, I, I think there's a couple here. One, uh, Joe Biden's brother, James Biden, is uh, sitting down with uh, uh, congressional investigators today behind closed doors, of course. Um, and they're going to be talking about his involvement in the Biden family business, where they were trading on Joe Biden's name openly. Absolutely. Um, and and we're Medical still field in a number of different fields. And we're still expected to believe that everybody in the family was cashing in on Joe's name, and Joe was the only one unaware of it. <laughs> sure. And the way the media just protects this guy is unbelievable. All right. News update more straight ahead. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Here's a crazy story, David. Man, oh man. Yeah. Well, the trans thing's getting out of hand with the sports. Let's just say that. Well, yeah. See it, it time has. and time again. The girls that got injured in that basketball game. Oh my God. That Coast. was the worst I think I've seen so far. Yeah. That was just absolutely crazy. But Brutal. then you had this other story. Talking about libs of TikTok killing someone. Yeah. What? Well, there's this awful story. We talked about it yesterday out of Oklahoma. A 16-year-old girl died. Uh, the facts as we know them right now are this. She was involved in a fight at school. According to her own text messages, she actually started the physical altercation by dumping water on people she says were bullying her. Okay. So they were bullying me and my friends, and then I went over, dumped water on them, and then they beat me up. She was taken to the hospital after the fight, released from the hospital. Next day, for a reason we don't know, winds up going back to the hospital and <clears throat> was pronounced dead. Terrible story. Mm -hmm. And, of course, because she was apparently non-binary, although that initially wasn't clear either, uh, but she identified as non-binary. Uh, so the sickos and the trans cult have turned this into she was beaten to death at school because she was non-binary, even though we don't know that and we... And by her own words, she started the physical altercation. So, I, again, I, we don't know all the details around it. But, again, the sickos in the, in the trans cult don't really care. If they can try to make somebody a martyr for their weird cause, they're going to do it. There is a uh, TikTok influencer. Talks to a lot of young people on TikTok named Jeffrey Marsh. Uh, he says he's non-binary. Okay. Uh, he blamed the woman who runs the libs of TikTok Twitter account for this young girl's death. Okay. The woman who runs the bullying internet account libs of TikTok was given a spot on the Oklahoma Library Board. Time out. How? Again, you say. The bullying internet account. Bullying. How? How is it bullying? You just say that. How is Libs of right. TikTok bullying? They, they don't create the content. No. I, most of the time, it's showing people yeah. on TikTok. Willingly putting videos on TikTok. Yes. Exposing yes. themselves as kooks. Well, there's a, certain, there's a certain passage in a certain book that says everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. Yep. 
And that's what libs of TikTok does. Yeah. Okay. Oklahoma. The reason I bring this up is because these gestures, these far-right attacks, these elevations of anti-trans folks have deadly consequences. I'm sure you've heard by now the story of the non-binary student in that state who was bullied to death. Please hug a non-binary person today. Oh, my goodness. Well, and with TikTok, this stuff ran crazy during the pandemic when yeah. kids had nothing but time on their hands. And we have this social contagion that we're going to be dealing with for a long time. And it's really difficult when you have different pediatric associations in this country talking about gender affirming care is the best thing we can do for a confused 12 year old. It's freaking evil. And that's the part that is, you know, to some people where it goes over this crazy thing. The fact that TikTok is pushing that with the algorithms is one thing. When you have medical professionals advising parents to put their kids on puberty blockers at age 12 and 13, yeah. there used to be a certain trust in the medical field in doctors that has been evaporated because of this sort of nonsense. And there are some parents that are just not sure what to believe. They're just afraid their kid's going to kill themselves. Right. It's, man, it's very difficult. But, you know, this, I don't know how many people take this influencer serious outside of the person's own cult. Um, but it's good to be aware of that that's what they're trying to say. Well, yeah, the, the news outlet, the independent left-wing news organization, uh, said that it— this person was killed because Oklahoma made a law saying boys should use the boys' restroom and girls should use the girls' restroom. Yeah, I saw that. that it's not, that's not true. I, we, don't, we don't know what really led up to it, what the bullying was. Obviously, this girl, and again, I feel, it's awful that she is, she is dead. Her home yes. life obviously wasn't that stable because she, her own mom didn't know that, that she was apparently using the they-them thing, using a different name. Oh, gosh. She was, she was living with her grandma. So there was something not right at home. Right. I, I don't know what that is. Again, there's a lot of unknowns here. But when you immediately jump to, well, she was killed because she was non-binary and the state of Oklahoma said it's that ridiculous. girls should use the girls' restroom and boys should use boys' restroom. That's evil, nah. dude. 100%. Totally agree. All right, time to move on. That part of the show. Go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Uh, very interesting. Uh, potentially illegal. Well, by the letter of the law, it's illegal. Something that happened in my old stomping grounds of Denton, Texas. Oh, wow. Just north of Dallas. Um, mm -hmm. Denton Independent School District. Uh, a school district, one of the directors for DISD, and a principal at a school emailed all staff on, again, using the systems in place in Denton Independent School District, uh, telling them to vote a certain way in the Republican primary to make sure that school choice advocates didn't win in primaries. Oh, oh so they're using district resources to campaign. That's a crime. That's against the law. You cannot do that. And also, it's just again sick twisted and unethical oh yeah to do that they went as far as to say hey if you want to get a raise you need to vote for these people in the primary because otherwise we're not going to pay you more money <laughs> wow 
Holy they're not smokes, even hiding it man. anymore, nope. man. It's just out there. Dang. Yeah. That's incredible. Dang. All right, Scott, for what's your story? What do you got today? Uh, occasionally, I'll go through and start perusing the headlines of the day, and sometimes I'll cock my head like the RCA dog, like, what? I'll just read you the headline, and then we'll discuss the headline, okay? This is from NBC News. A human leg has been found abandoned on a New York subway track, police say. Not a prosthetic, a human leg. A human leg abandoned. Wow. What What the hell kind of verbiage is that? That's a weird way to phrase <laughs> Band, it, isn't yeah. it? Your leg was abandoned. Odd choice of words. I feel like I left something on the subway there. Was it my wallet? My, <laughs> my phone? Leg. My leg. Oh, my leg. Dang it. Uh, there was another one that said, another tweet that followed that said, I hope they take it to the local leg rescue center. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever figure this out? No, they don't know whose leg it is or how it ended up there. They have no idea. Wow, man. But I like the word like you you had it in a brown paper bag and you just forgot it. Damn, what did he do with that leg? Oh, uh, it, oh buddy. What? They may have, they think they, uh, they solved it. Oh, did they? Okay, this is new then. New York Post. Uh, they think it could be the partial remains of a man who had been dragged for miles. Oh, no. Oh, well. It that certainly takes the fun of it off, doesn't it? Separated from a man hit by a train miles oh. away and days earlier. They days said. earlier. What was the headline again? Abandoned leg. <sighs> that does make it sound like someone left it there on purpose, or not on purpose, but by accident. Yeah. Why? Not in a yeah. situation like what we find out now. Like they found your cell phone. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they say that on February 12th, the guy had jumped onto the tracks, but they oh. couldn't find the leg. Okay. See, I'm thinking like prosthetic. No. Like is... at that one Metallica show where the dude was shaking his prosthetic leg from like the 25th row. Yeah. And the next thing you know, that leg is up in the second row. <laughs> Poor guy. My date's like, oh, it's leg. I'm like, oh, you'll get it back. It'll be okay. Just enjoy the concert. Be fine. Uh, for my story today, you've probably heard about the Chinese nationals coming up into California. We don't know exactly what the intent is, but there's a lot of these guys that are military age. And this has been a story for a while. And, you know, like the whole journey of how they're coming from China, because it's not easy to just leave China on vacation. You got a visas and things like that. Like, how is all of this happening? People are wondering, you know, uh, who's wondering about what's going on with China? That would be one Dr. Phil who was on Joe Rogan's show to talk about it. Dr. Phil. Yeah, this came up in my feed. I'm like, Dr. Phil's talking about what? Talking about Chinese companies buying American farmland around military bases? Heard that before. I didn't know it was this extensive. When he lays out a map, you're like, holy smokes, what's going on? But as he's telling the story, this is one of the first things he wants to say. I want to be real careful about how I talk about this because I'm not trying Look, we have so many Chinese Americans here that are wonderful people that contribute so much. I don't want to say anything to create any animus against uh, these people or Chinese people in general. And he goes on to say, you know, people live here and they contribute. It's great. It's nothing about that, but you got to wonder, you know, what's going on in this situation. Military-aged Chinese men are showing up at the border. And it's mostly in California, yeah, uh, where they're showing up. You, you really, you, you really have to wonder. 
Yeah, especially with all the farmland. And why is it even yeah. legal? That was the question. They're going back and forth. You can't do this in China. You can't just go buy farmland. No. They don't allow that. You know, what are we doing? And especially where it's placed. It, it doesn't make much sense. And so of all people, Dr. Phil is out there sounding the alarm. And Rogan kind of asked, did you see yourself in this position? Did you ever think you'd be in a position where you'd be talking like this? No. Because it sounds conspiratorial, right? It does sound conspiratorial. And, you know, I, I, I deal with psychological issues. But these are issues that are on people's mind now. They're saying, I'm anxious about this. It yeah. bothers me. I feel like my family is under attack here. Uh, we don't have the peace of mind that we used to have. We don't have the – even farmers are saying, you know, this is troubling to us. We don't know – what to do about this yeah we don't know how to feel about it we don't know what to say about it and nobody's talking about this well i'm talking about it well i'm glad you are because if not we'll be talking about when it's too late and we'll be saying how the f did we not see this coming it is concerning very around the military base so many of them they go into you know great detail on that um but he went on to say, and we don't have time for all of it, but basically he was saying to his wife, why doesn't the media just tell the truth? Why is the media always lying? You know, I'm paraphrasing. Why is this? And she said, you are the media. <laughs> and you're like, well, I guess I am. So you got a bigger platform. You should go, you know, say it. So that's what he's doing now. It's interesting how people find these things and all of a sudden it changes them so much that they, I mean, he's got nothing to gain by this. Oh, no. You know, and I would say has a lot to lose by this. Well, and in part of that conversation, he says, you know, I think people look at us, and he's talking to Rogan, so he and, you know, Dr. Phil, just a couple of common sense guys, not conspiracy guys, right. but that are really concerned about what they're seeing in the country. And that's, you know, one of the things I've said many times is I find good hope in that. Because the more common sense people that figure out, like, man, something's off. And it's been off for a while, and we're getting lied to all the time. You know, that's, that's a good this thing. This buying farmland near military bases stuff. How many times have you seen that story, David? Um, I've seen it fairly frequently, but usually in conservative media. Right. The first time I ever heard a liberal really sound the alarms was John Fetterman after he sought help. After he got out of the loony bin. Yes, that's true. Yeah, what are we doing? You know, he sounds very measured there. It's not like you almost want him to get into that Dr. Phil yeah. sort of area when he'd go off on people. You know, you know used to be there was something new every week. Are you effing stupid? You know, stuff like that. You know, and sometimes it'd be... You can suck this. Well, that was that was actually mentioning something that someone else had said. But yes, it would be, you know, just hilarious different takes. You could just pull right out of that show. Hey, toots, who do you think you're talking to here? You know, just stuff <laughs> like that. You have a whole Dr. Phil soundboard for pretty much, you know, anything at any time. Okay, there's much more to get to. A mom is suing TikTok, you say, David, and Instagram. After her son was doing something in particular. Yes. Yeah, you'll want to hear this story. And much more coming up right here. What does the future of mobility in Michigan sound like? 
It's the sound of new EV charging stations at our state parks. It's the sound of 17.5 billion in new investments to produce EVs and batteries in Michigan. And that? That's the silence of Michigan's new in-road wireless charging system. Discover all the ways MEDC is driving next-gen mobility in Michigan at michiganbusiness.org slash radio. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Marshall, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. If you're interested in daily fantasy sports, maybe a little confused how it all works, Prize Picks is a great way to get started. And you don't have to worry about lineups, keeping track of a bunch of players. You're just playing against stats, period. Yeah, no sh- no sharks either, man. You just pick more or less on a two- to six-player stat projection. That's it. And right now, you can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn 10 bucks into 1000 Yeah, get quick withdrawals. The gameplay is really easy, uh, and you got a ton of different things to choose from when it comes to players, sports, stat types. All of that's what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Yeah, you got your basketball, your hockey, your soccer, your tennis, pretty soon baseball. Price Picks has the game for you. And there's also injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Yeah, they're the only daily fantasy sports platform with that kind of insurance, injury insurance policy. Just download the app today and use code MVCR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's code MVCR on Price Picks for a deposit match up to 100 bucks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. All right, David, what's the story with this mom suing TikTok and Instagram? Yeah, last year there was this terrible story of a 15-year-old uh, named uh, Zachary Nazario. Uh, he was a 10th grader, and uh, it was about a year ago. He got a, a video on uh, either TikTok or Instagram, and it was about the viral subway surfing challenge in New York mm. where you oh, try to ride on top of a moving train. Well, he did it, and he was killed. Oh, gosh. Uh, His mom is now suing uh, TikTok and Instagram, saying that they goaded her son into doing that. Saying that they are responsible, at least in part, 
for his decision making because they pushed uh, the, the the algorithm, the technology that is used mm-hmm. on those platforms, pushed that to a 15 year old who obviously if you've ever been 15 we've been 15 years old before and we do stupid stuff oh, golly, when we're yeah. 15 you guys know the law on this stuff better than me do you think there's a case there man i that's going to be tough that that's is going to be tough to to, to prove because they didn't say yeah. go do it you know right yeah I just think they're both terrible companies. Yes. So that weighs into me personally. But as far as the law, yeah, we'll see what happens there. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so people in New York are upset. Yeah. You well, understand it. They never thought that the policies that they voted for would actually happen. I mean, come on. Yeah, so, we're all for people to come here. It's a sanctuary city, great. What, they're coming? Were they really coming here? Yeah, yeah. right. Get them out. <laughs> I didn't realize that that car I was chasing would actually stop at some point, and I'd exactly. catch up to it. Uh, Fox News did a panel discussion with black women from New York City to talk about the illegal immigrant crisis. And, man, they had some words for Eric Adams. Yep. Right now, your people are looking at you. You have an obligation to your own black community to make sure we have our needs met. Every other demographic takes care of their communities. Mm -hmm. Chinese, Italian, Jewish. When it comes to communities of color, specifically black, it seems as though... They get paralyzed. Like, you have to speak to the narrative. We put you in position to help us. This will definitely affect any elections going forward. Time out just a second before we get to the next clip. Can you make sense of what she said there? Well, there— The Chinese takes care of their own community? Yeah, I mean, I've heard that before, that—and from— from black people i've heard that that like oh yeah white folks take care of other white folks and and you know but but black people don't and i i don't i don't really understand where where she's coming from on that because it's not like white people haven't been affected by the illegal immigrant crisis everybody has yeah it's affected everybody in a city where where this has occurred i mean doesn't really matter what the color of your skin is bad policies bad policy italians yeah well, and I also thought, well, there are a lot of poor rural communities where people could say, hey, you know, we're not getting a lot of help here from either the city, the state, the government, whatever. There is no other white people helping out. I don't know exactly yeah. what you're saying other than we're used to being pandered to and now it's stopped and we're mad. Yeah, right. Okay. Real quickly, Tiffany, what about Joe Biden? Because he supports the same stuff as well. Do you think there's a price for him as well? Of course. Or just the mayor? No, both. Both. It's time for action. It's time we voted for you. I voted for Biden. Mm. I voted for Mayor Adams. It's time for action. Hmm. Yeah, very angry. This well, is predicted. let's see if that translates. Listen, man. 
You've said it before, David. I know you've said it, Scott, and I've said it. I mean, three Jamokes could figure this out. I mean, a few years back of you have, you know, different people in, you know, urban areas. We're saying we're, we're underserved. And the local politicians and the state politicians, we're here to serve you. But yet you want more people in. How? You can't take care of the people you have. No. How is that ever going to work? It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. At the same time, man, did you see what happened yesterday with the illegals, like, punching cops? Yeah. Again? In the shelter. Yeah, they went in to make a couple of arrests, and all hell broke loose. It was like a four-minute video. I mean, you could play different parts. It doesn't matter. It's just it sounds like a melee. They're trying to make an arrest, and people were getting upset that people were getting arrested, throwing things at the cops. Again, you're wondering, are these people going to be deported? Well, How do you just stand for that? I don't understand it. There's no fear of it, of being deported. And you just imagine, if this was another country, what would happen? Oh. It's just crazy. Trump was talking about that that town hall, talking about migrant crime. Like you said, it's like a new division of crime. Did you hear this piece? Yeah. Well, I oh, didn't hear that. No, no. Oh, yeah, here you go. New category. I don't know if you've heard this, but I came up with this one. Migrant crime. There's crime. There's violent crime. There's migrant crime. We have a new category of crime. It's called migrant crime. And it's going to be worse than any other form of crime. You look at New York City, what's going on where they attack police. They want to fight police officers. Our criminals don't even do that so much, okay? I've never seen they're having fistfights with the police officers in the middle of the street. And we have to do something about it. These are tough people. Don't forget, they're not sending their finest. Oh. Oh, can't say that. Dog whistle. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. I mean. No, it used to be, you know, you'd hear, oh, that's it. That's some conspiracy that they're opening up jails for people then to go into the United States. No, it's happened. Yeah, they, they did that in Venezuela. Yes. And then he said, you know, the border would have been fine if Biden would have just done nothing. He could go to the beach and do nothing. And yep. then he was talking about Biden going to the beach was kind of funny. All Biden had to do is stay at the beach. You know, he goes to the beach. Somebody said he looks great in a bathing suit. So he goes to the beach. If he went to the beach and didn't do it, but he canceled everything. Remain in Mexico. Catch and release. Just his cadence, I don't know. It still cracks me up. I can't help it. I really like the way he describes our hooligans as being, well, they've got some rules in hooligan land. They won't even do that. Not so much. They, yeah. I don't even know about that. But. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You can see it no, all I over know, the place. I know, but it's that. just he says it's like, yeah. well, you know. Well, it's stream of consciousness. Right. He's yeah. all over the place. I, they, you know, I mean, I, I think to me, so much. for a lot of people, the anger when you see somebody when you see somebody beating up cops goes to a different level when you're like, that person shouldn't even be in the country. No, they should not. So that oh. it's like, are you yeah. kidding me? Oh, it is. It, it angers a lot of people. One other Trump clip just to play for you, because I don't know if you heard when he's talking about Biden's decline. This is another one that I can't help. I chuckle when I hear it. Well, he's uh, he's declined, and there's no question about it, but he was always sort of semi-declined. If you go back 25 years, 
No, but he was not one of the smarter people. He's tried to be president many times, four times at least that they know of. And all of a sudden, when he's most diminished, this is when he hit, and he, he did it. But uh, if you look at me, I feel, and I really mean this, and I would tell you, I, and I think you tell me too, because we've known each other a long time. If I was, if I felt diminished, okay, let's use a nice term. If I felt <laughs> diminished or declined in any, any way, I think I'd know it, and I think I'd say, I'm not running. Somebody should talk to him. But yeah, anyway, just hilarious to me. Um, something I want to get to coming up in the next 15 minutes. I don't know if you happen to see this from the Wall Street Journal. It's been 30 years since food ate up this much of our income, God. how much we're spending on food Man. just with the economy. This, I thought, was a nice story for a terrible situation. Did you see the story of the Chiefs kicker, oh, Harrison Butker? Butker? Yeah. People were requesting online. The lady that was shot and killed in that celebration in Kansas City, Lisa Lopez Galvin, local DJ, wanted to be buried in a jersey. And so he donated a jersey. Oh. Um, she was wearing a Bucker jersey at the celebration when she was shot and killed. And then he made a statement about it, which I thought was pretty cool. He said, my wife Isabel and I are heartbroken by the murder of Lisa due to degenerate violence murder is a sin that cries out to god for vengeance and i pray the men involved in this tragedy will be brought to justice hearing that she was a fan of my outspokenness for our shared catholic faith makes this even more personal i am honored to provide a jersey to the family for her to wear while the family is mourning their loss and grappling with their numerous injuries i will continue to pray for their healing and for uh, lisa's soul I'm not Catholic, but I really appreciate what he said there. Yeah. They share the same faith, and it touched him. And also the words that, to me, are so true. But rarely do you hear, murder is a sin that cries out to God for vengeance. And I pray the men involved in this tragedy will be brought to justice. Wow. By the way, yeah, what happened in the narrative? We couldn't release anything because we were talking about juveniles. Yeah, that the people, at least several of the people who have been charged so far, are not juveniles. One of the guys is Lindell Mays. He's 22 years old. Other guy is 18, or two other guys who are facing murder charges are 18. Yeah. What was all that? I mean, they were just lying, saying we can't say anything because they were juveniles? The cops? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, because, yeah, it's actually shocking to me when they're because you, you have them in custody. You're saying, well, we can't we can't talk about them because they're minors. They weren't minors. No. I couldn't believe this, man. I was so confused when Me I first saw I'm like, what? Yeah. That's that's not what we heard at all. You know you know what started this according to police documents? What? The argument between two different groups started over the belief that people in the other group were staring at them. Oh my gosh. Come on, man. Who are you looking at? Yeah. One of those? Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. And you, it's disrespect. Dude, you just shake your head now. Talk about a word that has no meaning. Goodness gracious. Disrespect. All right, I'll try to brighten this up. I think you guys will appreciate this. I think. I don't know. I don't know what your reaction will be. Fans of the Beatles, obviously. There's going to be a four-film biopic series from the dude that did 1917 and Skyfall. 
two highly regarded films. Like, this guy knows what he's doing. Sam Mendes. Yeah. So each film is going to be from the perspective of the individual Beatle. So there'll be four of them. One for Paul, John, George, and Ringo. Hitting theaters in 2027. You excited about that? Are they interested? I was kind of confused. Are they releasing all four movies, like, separately and at the same time? That, I, at least from the story I have, it doesn't say because a specific schedule hasn't been announced, just that they'll hit theaters in 2027. It kind of sounded like that's what they were going to do. I mean, this is 10 years before David was born, but what, like the Kiss solo records all released on the same day? Yeah, that was a mistake, by the way. Yeah. Well, that was to keep the band together from breaking up yes. at that time. I, um, I don't know if they're going to release one and then two weeks later release another and then put them all together as for a really. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to pack it. It does seem kind of cool though it's like doing a mini series but you're i mean yeah. you're able to do all of it at once in terms of shooting the film mm -hmm, and right. then just chop it up and tell different stories that is kind of a cool technique I'm, I'm interested in seeing it i think i mean i don't know i think maybe there's we've been inundated a little bit too much with with beatles you know retrospective celebrations but i i don't know maybe it'll be good well i mean Okay, so you go and talk to George Harrison's family and talk to close friends, and it'll be through that lens. Yeah. This is how he saw the Beatles, and he was ticked because they wouldn't use my song for this. And probably some and archival footage of him, I'm guessing, too. Could be, yeah. yeah. And then from Paul's point of view, I mean, you don't know, you know how in-depth it will be. Will yeah. you hear things like Paul saying, listen, I was the talent, man. <laughs> no. That was a melody. You know, anything like yeah. that, you just wonder, because that would be really interesting. Well, the interesting thing, I want to know how in-depth they're going to get in the early stages when the Beatles were first formed and they were playing in that nightclub in Germany. Okay. Because, boy, there are some stories out of that that uh, would not be flattering to a lot of them. One of, one of the less, uh, I'll say, risque versions uh, or mm -hmm. stories that came out of that was as they were packing up and leaving, I think it was George Harrison, they didn't have power in the apartment that they were using. Okay. And so he set fire to the apartment on accident because he lit a condom on fire to, to oh. see his stuff. This could be really interesting. Right. Wow. So I, I don't know how in-depth they're going to get with that kind of stuff, but there was some know. serious debauchery happening in Germany. Well, can you wow. imagine the uh, merchandising after that? George Harrison flaming condoms? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get to our no BS election update. Fresh stuff straight ahead right here. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Running a business is a 24-7 job. And it's easy to fall behind on things like closing the books. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 
one. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Having all your information in one place makes it easy to make better decisions. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash MVR. That's netsuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash MVR. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Epi. David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It's time for the update. Roll it. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins 2024. Are you running? Are you not running? No BS update. Everything you need to know without all the crap. I'm allowed to do an research. All right, David. Well, what do you got today? Uh, today, Joe Biden is uh, back to buying votes again. Uh, he's announcing today that uh, uh, $1.2 billion of student debt relief has been afforded to nearly 153,000 borrowers. And also what the Biden administration is going to be doing is sending emails to people who had their debt forgiven, uh, reminding them who did it. I thought that was illegal. Well, what what they're doing now, what, so the Supreme Court said, no, if you want to do a blanket forgiveness, you have to go through Congress. And so what, what they're doing is using existent, existing loan forgiveness programs like the, uh, what is it, PSLF program for public workers or teachers where you can get your loan discharged at a, a, after a certain amount of time and service. Mm-hmm. Um and they're expanding those programs. They're lowering the thresholds for that. And then also lowering the dollar amounts that some people need to pay. And in some cases, if you're low income and you got enough debt, uh, you can get it discharged after a few years, even if you made your monthly payment of $0. So they're doing that. Then they're going to be sending out um, emails saying, hey, yeah, by the way, I'm the one who did it. Um, email from Biden uh, that the education department plans to start sending out today uh, saying congratulations all or a portion of your federal student loans will be forgiven because you qualify for early loan forgiveness under my administration's save plan i hope this relief gives you a little more breathing room biden writes in the message unbelievable he can't close the border on his own but he can forgive student loan debt and that this reminded me do you remember the absolute freak out when the first round of covid checks were going out 
and Donald Trump's name was going to appear somewhere. He wanted it to appear somewhere on the check. And yeah. there was an absolute oh, yeah. freak out from uh, news media, oh, yeah. from Democrats. He's trying to buy votes in an election year. This isn't his money. He's that different. <laughs> <laughs> and now, well, Joe Biden is looking at a lot of college grads and saying, hey, look, Unreal. I know that y'all have been indoctrinated into uh, hating Israel and the Jews. And I know you're mad at me because I'm supporting Israel and the Jews. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and remind you that I paid you. All right. That's disgusting. Man. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, well, well. Switch gears. Maybe this will get a laugh. Here's a joke for you. You know, who has four wheels and can't support a family. No, a liberal arts major. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of that right now as we were talking about just paying off these loans. People, you know, yeah, are not able to make the money to pay the loans back, but right. we owe them. It's not going to come from the universities that overcharge all this stuff, which you've brought up a million times, David. It's not that. No, we got to keep this grift going. Yeah, to keep the same people in power. Unreal. Okay, so there is your election update. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Biggest story today. Uh, biggest story of the day is an official correction on my part. Okay. I just want to say that. I had mentioned in a previous segment that uh, George Harrison, during their time in, in Germany with the Beatles, in the early days of the Beatles, was the one who almost burned down an apartment by lighting a condom on fire. It was not mm -hmm. him. It was Paul McCartney and Pete Best that that oh. did that that had because they were moving out they were accused of arson but not obviously they wound up going back to the uk and doing very very well for themselves george harrison had already been deported at that time because he was 17. see this is a lesson to legacy media see how easy it is to make a correction on air it's not that hard you could get started today if you wanted <laughs> news update straight ahead Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley for Gen Xer, David Van Camp. The guy in the Dolly Parton t shirt. Yeah, that's the millennial. And then yeah. the sexy boomer, that's Scott Robbins. You do have a Dolly Parton t shirt. I didn't I, even notice that. I do. Nice, nice David. With a uh, with a uh, a nice American flag uh, I guess that's an ice cream bar overshirt. Doesn't that's match, nice. but who cares? It works on you. That's I don't right. care. Yeah. Works, I know. You, works for that's, you. That's part of what is great. You don't give a flip, man. No, I don't. But flying the Dolly flag is big time. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to go back right now to when David was four years old. That's right. All right. We're going back to 1991. Because it's been that long since food ate up this much of your budget. Dang. That was a Wall Street Journal story. And, you know, you keep hearing, you know, inflation's down. It's good. Job support's great. Everything, it's good. Right? Uh, prices at restaurants and other eateries were up 5.1% last month compared to January 2023. While grocery costs increased 1.2% during the same period. Relief isn't likely to arrive soon, says the story. Restaurant and food company execs say they're still grappling with rising labor costs and some ingredients such as cocoa, 
And it's just getting more expensive all the way around. And then it goes into, you know, what different people are doing as far as the high cost of groceries, everything else. Um, like one lady's talking about, you know, with her family, if they're going to the movie, they're packing snacks. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's any time, isn't it? <laughs> right. No, that's stealing. You know, there's always a debate on oh, that. Yeah. That's stealing. That's stealing from the theaters. That's how they make their money. This lady's like, well, if we're going to go to the movie, I'm going to have to pack snacks. And I'm going to have to make my own granola snacks, like from scratch, doing, you know, little things like that. But it's just interesting when you see a story like that when media keeps peddling that, no, everything's great. People just don't know how good the economy really is. But yet you see the credit card debt at record le uh, levels and people using credit cards just to pay basic bills. Yeah. That's not very good. No, and they, I mean, how many times have you heard, you know, expert economists and Democrats out there saying, yeah, the, I mean, all these other key performance indicators, everything is looking really, really good in the economy. I don't know what the disconnect is. It must be because Fox News tells people that the economy is terrible. <laughs> right. They've really landed on that. It's conservative media disinformation. And I'm like, no, dude, you got a lot of people out there who shop at Walmart and know that their groceries from Walmart are more expensive than they used to be. Yes. So it's interesting, you know, you're going back to 1991, and they said, yeah, Terminator 2 was in the theater. And, you know, it was rocking the airwaves. I wouldn't say rocking, but I know you were playing it, Scott. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure did. I hadn't seen CNC Music Factory in a story in years, but it made that one because that's what was being played the last time food cost this much. Now, would you dance when you played that on the air? Would you be like, you know, off air, like doing your groove thing? There's a little chair dancing going on, sure. Okay. How can you not dance when you're CNC Music Factory? Come on. I can show you like this. Yeah. As I'm doing right now. You're no fun. Like just suffering through every second. Okay. Enough. So that's out there. If there was one song that you had to play over and over that drove you crazy, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Scott Robbins Boy, in your top uh, 40 days. Breaky Heart. Oh, that was the same year, I think. That was 91, wasn't it? Shh, I hated that song. Yeah. Worse than that, huh? Wow. I can't think of anything much worse than that. Maybe, I don't know. No, I don't know. That was probably it. Okay. I was trying to think of some of that 80s, late 80s stuff was pretty terrible. And other news out there. Did you know Republicans are colluding with Russians again? Yeah. What? To steal an election? Again? Yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Just the way Republicans <laughs> did in 2016. Yeah, right. Apparently, that's the word. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the FBI informant who claimed he heard about Joe Biden taking a bribe has now been arrested for making false statements. The FBI is saying, well, you couldn't have known, uh, you couldn't have been meeting with people from Burisma, that energy company in Ukraine that brought in Hunter Biden because he knew so much about Central European energy policy. Yeah. Couldn't possibly known because you didn't travel to the country at the time. And anyway, I mean, there it, it, kind of a a weird development here. But Democrats and a lot of media outlets are saying, see, all these claims that Joe Biden is corrupt, they're gone now because this one piece of evidence uh, is being challenged by a prosecutor. Um, well, that's nonsense. That's absolute nonsense. They did that all over ABC today on Good Morning America with... Snuggle off, I guess, yeah. saying, and now they're wanting everything thrown out with Hunter Biden because there's no corruption. Give yeah, me a break. And, and, it, and if you're still talking about it, apparently you're doing the work of Vladimir Putin. 
in Russia because, well, David Weiss, the prosecutor going after him, is saying uh, this informant is saying, well, he heard it from in, uh, Russian intelligence officials. That's where he heard the story about the bribe. Uh, here's Representative Dan Goldman on CNN making the case that you're a Putin stooge if you have questions about Joe Biden. Here we go. Wittingly or unwittingly, House Republicans have been acting as an agent or an asset of Russian intelligence for Vladimir Putin. <laughs> and I would like to know whether or not Senator Grassley, who had a copy of this 1023 before the FBI ever gave it, or Chairman Comer or Chairman Jordan, all of whom were singing the praises of this, uh, the information provided by this source, had any idea whether or not it was completely and was in fact a plant by Russian intelligence, which has been trying to meddle somewhat successfully in our election since 2016. That's the talking point right yeah. now from the party. But they also don't know that it was a plant. And one thing I haven't heard anybody mention here uh, about this, and maybe this is just a result of me watching too many spy movies and reading too many spy movie or uh, uh, spy books. Mm-hmm. But when I read the initial complaint, the initial document outlining the allegations that this informant had lied about having direct knowledge of a bribe that was given to Joe Biden, there are some interesting phrases where the, the, the prosecutor says, hey, look, you know, you have done uh, several things for the FBI, for the federal government, um, including the ability to break the law as long as it was in within the box that we set out for you. He was trusted. Yeah, he was trusted. And he says, and we know that you knew this because you did operations for us on this date, this date, this date, and this date. Like actually naming the date, the day of the month, the month, the year, explicitly, that mm -hmm. you did these things for us on the, on this time. And to me... I'm thinking if this guy's basically working undercover for the FBI and doing and involved in some illegal stuff, you just burned him. You, you I mean, did. To me, it's like you you just that that reads like a hit list that you might read in a in a spy book. That's an interesting take. Yeah. You know another take too that I saw, and it just happens. This guy's name is Smirnoff. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that the point of as far as David Weiss? He didn't do his job because he was supposed to look into this years ago, and he didn't. Yeah. And it wasn't until October of last year when he finally looked into it no, he because doesn't. he was forced into it. The play was to let Hunter go always. <laughs> so now it's like, well, and, and, and we found this out about him. Oh, really? So you're at least admitting you were supposed to look into this years ago, and you just failed to do it for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure no one's ever going to report on that either. Okay. Uh, did anybody happen to see the video that came out in New York yesterday where you had the broad daylight Gucci store oh, heist? Oh, gosh, dang, man. <laughs> did you, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, like the story, the way it reads out of the post, dramatic video shows the moment three brazen robbers stole nearly $58,000 worth of high-priced bags and a broad daylight armed heist at a Manhattan Gucci store. Wow, man, this was something. Dude. And it's like you bring up all the time. There's no fear. If they get caught, do they think they're going to jail for a long time? No. They don't care if they get caught. Yeah. I mean, it, one of these guys wearing yellow gloves holds the gun in one hand, yeah. pointing at the workers with the other, telling them to get on the floor. 
Dude, what kind of stones does that take? I guess not as much as it used to be if you figure what happens if we get caught. Now, the guy with the gun had a COVID mask on, right? Yeah, there are a lot of people yeah. wearing the mask. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got the mask on. He had on. the mask on. But then it shows it shows them leaving, and then one of the accomplice, accomplices, a female, is not wearing a coat looking right at the camera <laughs> on her way out. And I'm like, this is crazy. Did she forget the mask? They run out? They didn't bring enough? I don't know what happened. I figure that's one of those things where you go back and review the game film, and yeah. then you, there's, you know, a... Somebody that's going to criticize the performance. What are you doing? You look right at it. <laughs> and she's, she's looking right at the camera. No mask on. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It is, but they're doing this all the time now. Apparently, you can see better during the day when you're stealing stuff. It's just the natural light. You don't have to do it when the store's closed and there's very little lights on. I mean, it's unbelievable. It, it's broad daylight. And there's a car there. They just jump at the car and go. Um. But still on the loose, as far as we know. Yeah. Um, now they've got the FBI along with the NYPD looking at this. The chief of detectives, Joseph Kinney, said, we're looking into a crew that might possibly be doing this out of state as well. There are a couple of cars involved in the getaway. One's been recovered by cops, but he couldn't say if the car was seen in the surveillance footage. Wow. Yeah, it just absolutely crazy. That's something. Yeah. Oh, something else that we need to get to. Um, a security camera showed home footage to other users. Like you're you're paying for this service for security, mm-hmm. and there's a breach, mm-hmm. and now the camera you have at home, and especially if it's inside your home, is being seen by tons of other users because of a technical error. They're seeing your house. Yes. Mm. You're paying for the service Fantastic. of security. There is an apology. We will get to that story and a news update straight ahead. Our medicated ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash dance. That's harrys.com slash dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. 
Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Jamie Marshall, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, we were just talking about rising costs. There are concerns about the economy. If you got your own business, running it right now is the hardest it's been in a long time. Oh, yeah, and you can simplify a lot of the process, uh, things like closing the books on time or even early with NetSuite by Oracle. Everything you need to grow your business, all there in one place. It's a customized solution for all of your key performance indicators. And it's all in one efficient system, letting you manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve those margins. Having it all together makes it much easier to make good decisions for the future. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen for you. Yeah, here's what you do. Download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance, absolutely free, all you got to do is go to netsuite.com slash MVR. That's netsuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. Happen to see this story from Fox Business. It says, Wise Breach allowed 13,000 customers to peek into others' homes. Gosh dang it. Okay. Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> this what? is the kind of stuff. Smart camera company Wise said a glitch. With its network last week allowed some users to see footage from security cameras that belonged to other users. Dang. See, they had a little outage on Friday. And with its AWS cloud service that took down Wise cameras for several hours, this this little glitch that happened allowed well some users to see thumbnails of others and sometimes videos from cameras that weren't theirs. Inside the home of someone else. Dude, yeah. Don't don't put cameras in your home. And I'm talking to somebody who's a member of this show right now. Producer Andres just texted saying, I have those cameras. <laughs> what the F? Inside my home. Andres, well, turn those cameras off. It's OnlyFans in my living room. <laughs> my guess is, in defense of Andres, he's thinking I'm going to be a new dad here. You know, I want, a, I want a secure home. I want to do all the right things. Um, as far as Wise goes, they said, um, we can now confirm that as cameras were coming back online, yeah, 13,000 uh, did receive these thumbnails from cameras that were not their own. And, uh, well, 1,504 users tapped on them. Okay. Yeah, maybe some event video was able to be viewed. Gee whiz, right, well, well, man. We got, we've taken care of the problem now. Holy smokes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe some event viewing. I like that. <laughs> Dang. Dude, this is what this is what freaks me out about all of it. And I have cameras outside of my home. And mm -hmm. it, it took my wife had to just absolutely needle me for a long time in order for me to agree to it because I, I don't trust those things at all. I know. Um, but yeah, as soon as as soon as the guy from the uh, company that we use uh, came in and says, okay, and so we got you with the external package. There's motion detector, et cetera, inside, and glass breaking detection, all of that. 
And he goes, so uh, do you, are you interested in hearing about our uh, pricing for interior cameras? And before he even finished the word camera, I go, oh, hell no. <laughs> he goes, that's okay. Some people yeah. feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know some people that have it. But, yeah, that's – that would make me a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. I mean, aren't you the same anytime you go into a hotel room? You're always wondering. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's bugged look at, it? Look at the smoke detector right away. Make sure it looks okay. But sometimes they put cameras in different places. You've seen this in you oh. know, different stings they've had on oh, different yeah. shows, you know, in the places that you would never expect. And, yeah. No, that's I, step one at a hotel room, and it annoys my wife totally when this happens, but I am kind of paranoid. One of the most common places where any sort of listening or visual device is hidden is inside of a clock, inside of the clock radio. So as soon as we go into a hotel room, I unplug the clock radio and then hide it in the closet. <laughs> wow, I've never thought about that before, but I'm laughing not because it's not a smart thing to do. It's it's not that. I'm laughing because. I'm picturing the first time this happened and your wife's response to it. Like, you're insane. <laughs> well, I am insane. I mean, again, I, who's going to – I'm, like, going to the, the best western in, you know, Johnson City, Texas or something. I, I'm not – I don't think there's probably any government spook spying on me. I'm more worried about a perv who works in, right. the, uh, works in the hotel. Yeah. And so, no, I'm going to unplug it and I'll put it there. And if I put – if, if there happens to be a fridge-freezer combo, it'll go in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, who uses one of the hotel's clock radios anymore anyway? Right. You kind of ignore it. Right. That's one of the reasons why it's a common device. Yeah. See, the things you learn right here. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. David Van Camp and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, David, I know you got a couple things. Where do you want to go? Um, well, you said something that was reported about this FBI informant. And the backstory here is there was an FBI informant who had told his handler that he had had conversations about somebody in Ukraine giving a bribe or talking about giving a bribe to Joe Biden through Hunter Biden when Hunter was brought in to the fold at Burisma, the energy company in Ukraine. Right. And now the prosecutor, uh, David Weiss, is is going after this uh, whistleblower, this FBI informant, um, for lying about that. He says, well, no, the, the timeline doesn't add up. It doesn't match up. You couldn't have possibly been in Ukraine at this time. You couldn't have known these people at this time. Miranda Devine, writer at the New York Post, who has been proven right more than proven wrong, has she ever been this. proven wrong? Yeah, she, she's gotten things right, even though they yes. called her a disinformation peddler. Right. Um, she says, well, it, isn't it possible then that 
you know, okay, so he wasn't in Ukraine in 2015, 2016. Isn't it possible that he had a conversation later with somebody about this? I mean, the guy's got contacts. Uh, and he was trusted by the FBI. That's been verified. And that verified by the charging documents or by, yes. by the initial complaint where he said, no, you worked for the FBI on these exact dates, which to me in my sort of spy thriller mind, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, they just put a hit out on the guy because there may be some people in lockup going, so that guy was a fed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. date that he mentioned was two weeks before I got arrested. Huh. Weird. Um, so that's kind of strange to me. It seems out of the ordinary when we talk about, you know, protecting sources and methods. But all, also, it's interesting that now that this guy, he may have been lying and he's being charged for this. I, I have mm -hmm. no idea if he's telling the truth or not. Um, but there's this attitude now that every allegation or every suspicion about Joe Biden and, and the way that his family was running business based off of his name and his ability to get things done at the federal level, they're saying all of those questions are wiped away now because this guy is now facing criminal charges. Oh, I can play the clip that ABC had this morning on Good Morning America because they make it seem like this guy was central to the Republicans' case. Almost as if the whole thing blows up if it's proven this guy was lying, uh -huh. which is not true, but I can... Oh, I can play the intro into, I think it's Pierre Thomas on the report. Roll it. Former FBI informant charged with lying about President Biden and his son Hunter's business dealings. The man at the center of House Republicans' attempt to impeach the president was in court Tuesday. Is he at the center of it? N not. To I thought it was all knowledge. the receipts and everything else. No, I, I think he was, he was certainly not a small player in the allegations. If you have a guy saying, no, I heard directly from folks in Ukraine right. that they had bribed the Bidens. I mean, certainly he would be an important figure in the investigation, but central to it? No. Here you go. Prosecutors revealing startling new allegations about that FBI informant that House Republicans have relied on in their effort to impeach President Biden, claiming the informant has ties to Russian intelligence who are trying to influence the upcoming presidential election. This guy's in cahoots yeah. with Russia, and now they're going to try to do this again. Like but, the Republicans did in 2016. Wait a second. That was debunked. Yeah, but... And, there was no Russia collusion. And the feds trusted him in multiple investigations over the course of several years. Yes. Well, the other thing that came out this week that had been hidden is that with the documents that have been uncovered, and Matt Taibbi's been on this, and Michael Schellenberger, that Russia preferred Hillary Clinton to be president over Trump. But legacy media never reported that either. I love the way Pierre wraps up his report here. This is great. Roll it. George, clearly there will be questions about Smirnov's credibility. He is accused of lying, but these accusations that Russians are actively trying to put disinformation into the upcoming election <laughs> is something you would think the FBI now has to investigate, George. Here we go again. <laughs> here yes. we go. Freaking go I know. Again. Exactly. It, it is. And I was watching this and I was thinking to myself, wait a second. I remember the polling on Democratic voters that still believed the Russia collusion hoax. Yeah. They still believe it. So for a majority, you would guess, of their audience, they're still lapping that up like dogs. Yeah. And it's like everyone gets the same talking points. I can't stand this guy. And a lot of times we'll play a clip and I'm like, who cares what this guy says? It's that stupid Jamie Raskin oh, yeah. who's on CNN last night. 
And it's like the Russia Trump narrative never went away. This is all part of a propaganda and disinformation campaign by Russia <laughs> attempting to help Donald Trump. And, you know, when we point out the very clear contours of this story, our colleagues just start chanting Russia hoax, Russia hoax. Well, what's the hoax? Is it the, uh, the brutal invasion of Ukraine and the tens of thousands of Ukrainians who've died or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of Russians who've died? Is it the death? What is he talking about? I don't know. I. Putin goes into Crimea when Obama's president. Through the Trump presidency, there's nothing. Biden's in. Putin goes in to Ukraine. Well, well, yeah, and the, and the Trump administration had restarted a weapons supply program for Ukraine that Biden canceled. So that how does that make any sense? Means of deterrence was canceled under Joe Biden, and now we're being told we got it. This is the thing. Here, here, here's the thing that that guys like Jamie Raskin will do. They always throw out the sort of what about, what about. Mm -hmm. They always do that. So, so you just do if you have a critical ear for this, you do exactly what we just did. Was keep our eye off the ball and going yeah. down, or what I just did. I'll just I'll I'll fall on the grenade on that one. Okay. You start going down about how he's lying about the Russian invasion of Ukraine and how and how uh, Trump was actually better for Ukrainian security and deterrence of Russia and all of that. Instead of focusing on the fact that this guy is now yet again trying to say that allegations of corruption with Joe Biden is Russian propaganda, just right. like they did in 2020. Yep. When they said 51 former intelligence officials right. say that the Hunter Biden laptop is fake. Yep. Uh, and just like they did in 2016, Russian collusion. Oh, the, the Trump campaign knew something about a hack and dump operation committed by the Russians. <laughs> They're doing that again. <laughs> so they throw out as many ridiculous things that they know that the idiot liberals that treat everything that guy says as gospel We'll start yeah. saying, you know what? You're right. They are saying that the Russian invasion of Ukraine is a hoax. And then everybody who's who's at least somewhat sane will say, well, wait a minute. Hold on. One thing doesn't have anything to do with the other. Then you go down the rabbit hole of trying to explain how one thing doesn't have anything to do with the other instead of actually explaining they are lying to you again about Russian interference in the election. What Jamie Raskin just said, that this is a, a Russian operation, allegations of corruption against Joe Biden, is a lie. They have yeah. said a similar lie multiple times through three different presidential elections. You can't fall for it again. Yeah, but they're thinking you will. And I'm telling you, man, I think they're laying the groundwork. If Trump is again, elected, it, it won't be dutifully elected. It'll be pox on your house. It'll be Russian disinformation that got him there. I mean, the, because the same people still it. believe it. Yeah, I know it. That's the thing. Well, yeah. We don't need, I, don't, I won't even play the rest of the clip. Jamie you know what? Raskin. I feel like I need to pass the Tylenol around right now. Yeah, you do a little bit. Golly. Sorry about that. Even bringing that in. Um, uh, I, how about this? This I think we can get a laugh at. Who was it that put this montage together? Usually you're putting the montages together, David. I forget who it was. It might have been Town Hall. Um that all these different talking heads have to go on and talk about how sharp Joe Biden is yeah. and how healthy he is, and they put it together. It is hilarious when you listen to it.
If you're concerned about Joe Biden's age, you, you, you probably don't know Joe Biden. Biden is actually in good shape. Right. Mentally, he's quite acute. <laughs> Any aide who engages with him or reporters, we can see this. The gears of his mind are working. The right-wing media has so fixated on Biden and Biden purportedly having cognitive issues. It's not just making an issue of Biden's age. It's, it's lying. It's saying he's senile. It's saying he's demented. saying he's out of it. Russian television. By the way. The one dude that said the gears in his brain are working? Yeah. Well, they're supposed to, <laughs> I hope. Right. Are you kidding? Has been filled with speculation about President Biden's age, about his mental state of mind. That's an issue uh, pushed by uh, uh, right-wing media, but it's not correct. I'm not even halfway through it yet. Are you enjoying it, or you want me to stop? This, yeah, this guy... How do you... I, I'm, list. I'm not going to take your time, but He's you fine. Know. He's fine. The guy gives up on sentences. He talks yes. with dead people. Yes. And he's going to do something about the border. Asylum, asylum officers. <laughs> and over 100 cutting-edge inspe inspection machines <laughs> to help detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest Just... Yeah, back to yeah. Republicans on the on the other side have spent four years almost kind of weaponizing Biden's age against him. Trump is not that much younger than him. Biden is just a couple of years older than Donald Trump. Why, why so much attention on Biden's age? Trump isn't much younger. This whole vein is is really really unseemly. I mean, ageism. I'm going to say quite bluntly, there is some ageism going on here. You know, I think there is some ageism. See this? It's just. This is absolute comedy. It's just don't believe what you see in here. Don't believe right. that. That's it's, right. It's not ageism because it has nothing to do with age. It's the fact that the guy gives up on sentences. The yes. guy talks to dead people. Yes. If it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway... <laughs> physician wrote that he quote remains a healthy vigorous 80 year old male he is a healthy vigorous 80 year old male he had a good physical his doctor says he's vigorous the reality is nothing like the the, the dystopian picture that the republicans are trying to paint of, of this you know doddering uh, president and, and he's as sharp as a tack governor and when he's pre-k the pre-care goes yeah <laughs> He's vigorous and, hey, dude. Okay, I, I keep asking for some evidence that he is the guy twisting, you know, Ivy leaguers and experts in different fields and knots in private meetings. Put a camera in those meetings. Show me how he's doing that. Yeah. Make sure you have the record player on at night. Right. The, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Hear words. Shake hands with dead people, but dude. And then Ghosts. he doesn't know how to exit a stage. No, no. That's crazy. I know. No, it's like he's, he's remote fine. controlled and somebody's just goofing with the joystick. Grandpa playing Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Yeah, who's who's controlling that right now? Right? Bacaria. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> All right. We gotta get to a news update. And more straight ahead right here.
asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com dance. That's harrys.com dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. Pure opportunity. It's what Michigan is all about. The opportunity to do more. The opportunity to connect with the best talent. The opportunity for people of all backgrounds to grow and expand their business. The opportunity to live and work in a state where paychecks go farther. The opportunity is now, and it's right here in Michigan. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to discover all the ways the Michigan Economic Development Corporation is helping Michigan thrive. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I, mean, I don't want to I mean, choose my words. Yeah, fine. He's fine. Got to move on. Kansas City update, David. Yeah, of course, still following the <clears throat> excuse me shooting that happened during the Kansas City Chiefs uh, Super Bowl victory celebration, and there are three arrests. We were initially told they were minors, and maybe there are minors involved. Obviously, there were a lot of minors who were shot. Mm -hmm. uh, during this. Um, one of the guys, though, uh, was apparently telling the police exactly, <clears throat> excuse me, what went down here. Lindell Mays is his name. He's 22 years old, and he was seen on surveillance cameras uh, aggressively approaching members of another group. So you got two groups, and apparently some beef started because one group thought they were, uh, the other group was looking at them. So ridiculous. That's what it was. During an interview with detectives, uh, Mays said, at first I hesitated shooting because I knew there were kids there. But then, well, someone disrespected me. And, I mean, it's oh. stupid, man. I just pulled a gun out and started shooting. I shouldn't have done that just being stupid. Okay. <laughs> so, again, he admits he just started shooting. Yes. He's 22. Yes. Why are we told well, you can't give out any identification to anybody? We're talking about juveniles here. What is that all about? Uh, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, trying you know, to cover yeah. for these animals who would do right. something like this. Try to explain that one. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing of, like, making too much eye contact. What are you, like, are you dogs from the pound? What's going on? Why, why do you take a gun out if someone's looking at you? 
It doesn't make any sense, man. And then for all the uh, liberals, including John Mellencamp and all these other celebrities who are saying, we need to talk about gun control. Listen, man, when's the last time a legal gun owner mm-hmm. with, a, with a permit to carry, maybe, if the, if the state requires that, shot somebody because that person was looking at them? Yeah, let's, let's have that conversation. John? By the way, I'm sure you have these different conversations with different, you know, people that have different opinions politically and on the gun issue. When you ask, are you okay with an automatic jail sentence if you're in possession of a gun illegally and you do something like this, you're caught with it. Are you okay with that? This is anecdotal, I know. Most people are like, yeah, I'm okay with that. But man, that never flies in the world of politics. No. Oh, no. No. And again, when you bring it up, I'm not talking about, I'm not thinking about a certain race of people. I'm just saying anybody. Mm-hmm. If you really want to do something about the gun deaths, it's been proven before when you're stricter when it comes to crime, deaths go down. They won't talk about it, and they'll deem it as racist. They, what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. Well, if they immediately say you're racist when, when talking about strict uh, uh, laws against criminals, mm-hmm. honestly, that's a big tell because you're assuming that you know I or somebody else is talking about black people. Not talking about black people. You just assume. Yeah. Which makes you the racist. Because I think most people just want law and order until the idea gets put in their head. Well, this isn't fair. Right. The incarceration rates. Stop breaking the law. <laughs> That's all it is. You have to have a safe society. And don't, don't shoot someone at a party because they looked at you wrong. Right. I don't care what color your skin is. Don't nope. do that. No. But, you know, I always think about it, and we've had, you know, seen interviews over the years of these poor black women in these communities saying, we need help. It's like they're just completely ignored. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, got that update. What is the big story today if there's one big story? If there's one big story, oh, it is the man who is central to allegations of misconduct on the part of President Biden has been arrested for lying to the FBI. That's the mainstream media narrative there because an FBI informant who said he had direct knowledge of a bribe that was given to uh, Joe Biden through Hunter uh, has been charged for lying to the FBI about that. But he's not central to the entire suspicion. I, that's that's just disinformation to say that he is uh, central to the claims of impropriety. But give it three, four days, we'll all hear an argument from someone saying, that's already been debunked, the yeah, whole right. Biden crime family. No, it hasn't. All right, we'll get to that in the Robin Trifecta. Straight ahead. Show. Gary Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You got another update, David? Yeah, the uh, Boeing has removed the 
uh, person heading up the 737 Max program, you know, after the, the that yeah. door fell off. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we, we've decided to do that. They're replacing the head of its 737 Max program at the uh, company's Renton, Washington facility as it deals with the fallout from that, you know, Max 9 jet that lost a door mid-flight. Well, not really mid-flight. That's how the copy reads on Fox Business. But, yeah, it's like not long after takeoff, door pops off. Turns out they didn't put the the bolts back in. <laughs> and that, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Ed Clark has uh, led the MAX program since 2021. He'll be replaced by uh, Katie Ringgold. Uh, that's according to Boeing Commercial Airlines or Airplanes Chief uh, Stan Deal. Well, I don't know if you just saw the story within the last day, but it, this was crazy. This was on a cross-country United Airlines flight, and a passenger captured it on video. It's the wing coming apart while the plane was making an emergency landing. Mm. Come on, man. You, did Just you see knock that? it off. No. Yes. Um, Kevin Clark was among the 165 passengers aboard the Boeing 757-200 on the flight from San Francisco to Boston when the right wing appeared to be shedding. It's just like little bits, and then all of a sudden, shedding went to shredding. It's like, well, okay, emergency landing. Dang. Yeah. To just about to land in Denver with the wing coming apart on the plane. Jeez. You can hear him saying that in the post. I just saw a little bit on that earlier today, and it reminded me of it when you were bringing that up, David. That's crazy. And there was another story. I want to make sure that I get the right airline. Because one of them is raising prices on your bags that you pack. Ah. Yeah, that's American Airlines. Check bags going from 30 bucks to 40 bucks. That's more than every other major U.S. airline. Will this ensure this price going up that the bolts will be secure? On- <laughs> right. <laughs> Do they- no, it doesn't say anything about that. Well, the yeah. second bag is $45. Well, what, what, if, what if one of my bags is carrying spare parts? Yes. Do we get a uh, discount? Then you get on a that? discount. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just in case you need it, here I got mm-hmm. some screws for you and some bolts. Yeah. Instead of is there a doctor on board? Is there an airline mechanic yeah. on board? Does anyone have? We got a wing coming off. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane, man. It is. You see the video of that wing. I mean, that's after everything God else. Dang, man. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that update. You ready for your big three, Scotty? Yeah. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe it's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Casey. All right. How's it going, buddy? I'm ready. Yep. Feeling good? Three. Yep. All right. All right. Let's get right to it. That's oh, fine. What you got for number three, Scott? Uh, number three, former President Donald Trump did the town hall last night on Fox with Laura Ingram, was asked about running mate. Who's your running mate going to be? And she ticked off a bunch of names, and he agreed with all of them. The names she ticked off were Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, Byron Donalds, Christy Nome, and Tulsi Gabbard. Trump said, yep, all these people are on my short list. list." Hmm. He didn't say any other names, by the way. Those were just the ones she ticked off. The interesting thing is Ron DeSantis. And I keep hearing this out there, that it's going to be DeSantis. Thoughts? Yeah, I don't. I don't buy it. Not because of anything 
wrong with DeSantis at all. But I, I think DeSantis seems like he's waiting in the wings to see what might happen with Donald Trump, and maybe that does mean he lands in the VP slot. I don't know. But also, I, I do wonder if he's going to just sort of sit out the presidential cycle now. Like, okay, wasn't my time. I'm out. That's really interesting. Okay, as I was driving in today. Um, I heard a clip of DeSantis from somewhere, and I don't remember where it was. So then, you know, as my mind drifts, it just does. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about DeSantis, and I'm like, man, he's, you know, back to governing Florida. He's loved there. And he was not, you know, the best campaigner. I think we can say that. But at the same time, if Trump were not in it, who would people favor? And he would be up there. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. And different people have made the point, whoever is the VP, Trump wins. It's got to be someone that can continue on because it's going to take more than likely more than four years to fix everything that's been jacked up in the last yeah. few years. And he would be the best for that. Well, Trump said that he would choose someone uh, that could assume the position should they have to. Hmm. Rather than I'm going to make it a... A, you know, minority female and, you know, how Biden boxed himself in. Right. While he was pandering, by the way. Hmm. I want to look something up real quick if you guys. Yeah, no, go ahead. I want to look up right now. VP odds? Yes, I I, I do. I'm interested in this, too. I mean, I find this fascinating because, boy, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of choices. Hmm. I thought I thought Ramaswamy would be okay, but maybe I'm wrong. All I right, I'll let you guys. Do you guys want to make this into a contest between you two? Sure. On, on where it is now? Yeah. On yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll just go one through five. All right. One through five. Uh, I would say you know, David is the champ. He's been the champ for a while, so he gets to uh, pick first in this game. Uh, again, election betting odds for Trump's pick for VP, where it stands right now. We'll do five to one points. Go ahead, David. Uh, I'll say Christy Nome. Christy Nome is number one. Dang, I was going to say that. Gosh darn it. At 18.5%. Man. To you, Scott. Um, Tim Scott. Tim Scott is fourth. That's a two-pointer. So it's five to two. Back to Van Camp. Um... I'll 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 go off the beaten path a little bit and say Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is fifth. Wow. Surprising but true. So it's six to two. You gotta have a big one here, Scott. Ramaswamy. And he does it. He's number two. That's a four pointer. We're tied. And there's one person left to guess, and Van Camp can take the victory right here during the trifecta. He could win on your bit, Scott. This sucks. Okay. <laughs> RFK Jr. I just guessed. I'm... Is that really your guess? Yeah. You have a chance to win, Scott. This doesn't happen often. I'm really feeling pressure right now, too. Oh, boy. Howdy. I will say Byron Donalds. <sighs> Damn. No. That's oh. not it. Uh, Greg Abbott. Da- no. Do you want me to give you both a hint or no? Yeah, give me the hint. This person's been talked about a few times. As a VP pick? Yeah. Yep. I'm tapped out here. I'm running out of names. Um, Are you giving it to David? Because no. the tie goes to the current champ. 
it seems unfair to me, but um, I, no. You're going to kick yourself when I tell you. Uh, I know it. Uh, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, my. You lose on that. I, I have two guesses, and I, I, I feel like it, go, it could go either way, at least Stefanik. And yes. Yeah. But that's, that's, it's at least. The game was already over, though, right? That doesn't count. He, he wins either way. It's a tie. Yeah, but the tie goes to the current champ. You have to defeat the champ See, to get. That was not in the rule book. I don't think. To get the crown. Two minutes ago. How did you forget Elise Stefanik? I don't know. I did. Her we name went did, over this the other day when know, David wasn't here. But her name did not register in my brain. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So that's. That's where it's at right now as far as the VP picks. Oh, I know. Nice. Casey's getting, he's getting. Now on with the countdown. <laughs> getting anxious over there, isn't Yes, it? the Scott Robbins trifecta. Two. Uh, if the current pace of illegal immigration does not slow down, fiscal year 2024 will break last year's record of 2,475,669. Those are southwest border encounters. A number that itself exceeds the population of New Mexico, which is a border state. Now. The total number of Southwest land border encounters since Biden assumed office in 2021, 7,298,486. Um, the border, the border <laughs> That's right. is secure. Just so you know, that is larger than the population of 36 U.S. states. It's an incredible stat. Yeah, but it's not an invasion. Don't worry about that. Right. Get him out. Yeah. Now, on Dang. with the countdown. Scott Robbins tried uh, back to the top three of the day. And finally, one. Well, Ben Crump is back in the news today. He's a prominent civil rights attorney. <laughs> he has made a suggestion that the U.S. justice system creates laws to criminalize black culture and that crime could be eradicated if they just changed the definition of crime. Well, I saw this. They had it on MSNBC. This is his logic. Yes. They come up with things to profile us for, he said. I believe this with everything in my heart, that you can get rid of all the crime in America. You can do it overnight. And just like that, people say, well, how are you going to do that, Attorney Crump? He said, you just change the definition of crime. <laughs> yes. If you get to define what conduct is going to be made criminal, you can predict who the criminals are going to be. They made the laws to criminalize our culture. They now, made laws to criminalize, criminalize our, our culture. culture, according to Ben Crump. I don't know. You can hang on. But I think murder, rape, armed robbery, kidnapping, extortion, all those crimes, whether committed by white people, black people, purple people, green people, whatever, are crimes. Well, I mean, he was part of the brigade that I forget the young lady's name, but remember, she was about to stab somebody and a cop shot and killed her. Yeah. And he was one of the people who said, hey, you know, kids get in knife fights all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we, this is the logic that's this is the logic that was used by AOC. Just stop building prisons. If oh, yeah. you want to reduce the number of people in our jails, the answer is to stop building more of them. Stop building prisons. Yeah, just let criminals stop, run. Stop calling crime crime. Yes. That's exactly it. That's the plan. Yep. This and is unbelievable. These people walk amongst us. Well, yeah, known as a leader. Gosh dang, man. Scott Robbins trifecta. Well done. Except for the game. The game and the trifecta. That was... I can't win, man. I can't. Disappointing for a lot of your fans. Yeah. Uh, man, oh, man. Okay, we got to get to a news update. And Nimrod's in the news. A crazy one straight ahead.
Running a business is a 24-7 job. And it's easy to fall behind on things like closing the books. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Having all your information in one place makes it easy to make better decisions. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash mvr. That's netsuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Another day, another crisis. Russia hoax is back. <laughs> you wonder how people are going to react. Then you wonder about, okay, what else is going on in the world? Yeah. Seems to be blowing up all over the place. Right. And, and of course, aside from everything else, you're wondering how is that going to uh, affect my savings and investments? Absolutely. And it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and Birch Gold Group can help. Yeah, as opposed to, you know, of the other investments, we've talked about this before, gold thrives in times of uncertainty, and it's an important part of diversifying your savings. Yeah, Birch Gold will help you convert uh, convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA, and gold does not cost you a penny out of pocket. It's real simple. Just text MVCR to 989898. They'll send you a free information kit. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy happy customers uh birch gold group can show you how easy it is to protect your finances through precious metals and it all starts by texting mvcr to 989898 for that free info kit that's mvcr to 989898 to get yourself started all right david do you have a news update well i uh james biden the uh brother of joe biden uh is testifying in front of uh, congress today well it's in a closed door meeting and he says, hey, I've only I have never once traded off the family name or my connections to my brother. It's all been through my own hard work and talent, except that's demonstrably false because several years ago, there's an email of this where <clears throat> he's telling uh, health care company, AmeriCorps, 
yes. uh, talking about a, a, a new cancer drug, saying, hey, you know, my brother just started as vice president of the whole Moonshot Cancer Initiative. This mm-hmm. is a great opportunity to get you some exposure. Yes. And there was talk of putting Joe on the board. Right. Yeah. I've never used my brother's name. I've done this myself, says James. Come on, man. There's too many things on record of him saying things. That one, he's like, I got my brother sitting right next to me here in the car. Man, it must be really nice when you can say whatever you want, and most legacy media outlets will cover for you and not expose you. Jeez. And that's where they sit. By the way, did you see, moron, John Oliver? Yeah. Say, you know, we should pay Clarence Thomas to retire from the Supreme Court. What did Clarence Thomas say? Some to the effect of if I was as bad at my job as these guys are of those, I'd quit. Hmm. Well, I'm reading here at the Babylon Bee, the headline, another Democrat attempts to purchase a black man. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's good. You go into the story, a polarizing TV talk show uh, sought to bring Democratic Party back to its foundational roots this week as John Oliver attempted to purchase a black man. The last week tonight, hosts had reportedly grown tired of the modern norm of letting African Americans live as free citizens and make their own choices, seeking instead to restore the Democratic Party to its glory days by trying to buy a black man and keep him fully subjugated. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That is funny. Yeah. Turn it around on old John Oliver. And then it's, you know, got the fake quotes and everything else. This is what the Democratic Party was built on. <laughs> I can't help but laugh at that. All right, time for Nimrods. Roll it out. Here we go. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. I'm going to tell you before I tell you this story that you're probably going to. When the going gets tough. What is going on? We have insanity in my headphones. I didn't touch anything for the record. Okay. What I was going to tell you is that you're going to have questions about this story that I don't think I can answer. This was in the Toronto Star. There's a 33-year-old dude in Canada that's been convicted of sexual assault. Um, Here's the guy's grand scheme. He would meet men online pretending to be a woman named Angela. Then he'd invite them for his home for, as they say, anonymous fun. But there were rules. There was no talking, and the men wouldn't see him, and instead they'd interact okay, through a hole in a sheet that was hanging in a doorway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did, and, and guys would show up. Oh, for... He did it twice that they know of and was caught when the second victim just pulled the sheet down and saw him on the other side wearing a black wig. This Golly. guy has been sentenced to two years in prison. Oh, boy. Oh. And that's Nimrod's in the news.